Hey guys, just want to let you know that we had some technical issues with our audio on this episode, so I apologize. It's not at the normal caliber that we like to have our audio at, but uh, the uh, complete interview is actually here, so it is still a great interview and really interesting topic. I'm excited for the community to learn about this and, and see who wants to participate, so please enjoy. Welcome to Art of the Float, where float centers thrive, our weekly podcast where we share our stories of starting and running our float centers. We love it as you join us every week as we work together to raise our education level on building, marketing, and running our float centers. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Art of the Float. And of course, you can visit artofthefloat.com to find show notes, links, pictures from every episode, all that good stuff, including a link to uh, the program that we're going to be talking about tonight, this campaign to support maps research but we'll get into that a little bit more later first i should let you know that amy is not with us again this week and i think she will be taking a little bit of time off at least uh this week um it's just absolute crunch time at flow alchemy so she's taking a little well not just a little a much needed break from art of the float uh so it's just me tonight and brian is also there in the background hi brian howdy I'm I'm your host tonight. I'm Dylan. I own the float shop in Portland, Oregon with my wife, Sandra. I think we opened about eight years ago and uh, we, we love helping other people uh, start and run their float centers and honestly just thrive with their business. Uh, before we get too far here, I do want to just thanks everybody who is supporting us. Uh, thanks, MAGA, for supporting us on Patreon. If anybody else is interested in supporting the show, it's patreon.com forward slash art of the float. And uh, we are starting to do bonus sets. So uh, our Patreon subscribers are able to get a second set every month at a much discounted amount, a very, very discounted amount. And those who are supporting us at the $30 or more level uh, are just getting those sets for free. So thanks, everybody who's supporting us. Uh, And also just thanks to everybody who is listening to the show. Truly appreciate it. We also want to give a shout out to Float Helm. Uh, hopefully you guys are not hearing about Float Helm for the first time while you're listening to this episode. It's the software built from the ground up from Float Center owners at FloatOn. Graham and Ashcon decided they needed to learn how to code just so they could build some software that made sense for a Float Center. Uh, because I, the one, the main thing I remember them talking about was that it's like, why does your software not go 24 hours? How come I can't have somebody scheduled to go from 11 in the morning till... Uh, or excuse me, 11 at night until three in the morning. That's ludicrous. And I remember sitting across from the going, I don't think I'm ever going to have that complaint, but uh, they did. And and I think uh, quite a few others where they wanted to really um, make the software make a lot more sense for float centers. And that's, that's really what they've achieved. So whether you're a 24 hour float center, like float on, uh, or if you're uh looking to just do the, all the other things that make sense to us, like the tracking the metrics, I think is a really big one. So hydrogen peroxide levels or bromine, whatever you're using, salinity, these things that as a business, we want to really make sure that we're adhering to tracking it and being able to look back and, and spot any inconsistencies. Or if there is an issue, what, what did we do so that we can find that out? It's all tracked there in the software, along with some great um, project management um, uh, support. So um, similar to Slack, uh, you're able to create these groups, have private conversations within those for the people who matter, um, thing, things like that, that make a lot of sense. Floathelm.com is where you want to go to check it out and get your free tour. 
let's see here. Amy is gone. It's just me here. Uh, last week, I teased a little bit about uh, this other flow center that we wanted to talk with. Um, I think it, it looks like a little bit um, too much for us to put a ton of attention on to this other float center. We, we're not going to buy a float center. It's not going to be a, another float shop. But uh, I think we are going to just kind of open up a, a portal of communications and maybe do a little bit of work on our end to help this other float center in kind, kind of a time of need. And, and I know I'm being a little cryptic here because I don't, I don't want to share too much uh, and too much of this person's story. Uh, if, if they're ever interested um, uh, to, to share that, they'll let me know, I'm sure. But uh, in the meantime, um, we're just going to try to drive more business to the float center and uh, through through some marketing. I think there's some some pricing stuff that can be done and um, basically just get the business more consistent business uh, while at the same time not making it more and more work for the business owner. So, um, so it's not going to be like this incredibly huge business deal. Um, but basically, we want to, I mean, honestly, I, I hate to like, make us sound too nice or anything, but we want to help help this person out. And we also would hate to see a float center go down uh, that we love. And, and we want to help support, you know, just floating on the whole. So that's where we're at at the moment. And uh, we don't know any like the super deets um, of, of what that'll look like or any like legally binding agreements. And there may never be them to be quite honest, but that's where we're at uh, currently. I know that's not a huge reveal after last week, but since I teased it, I figured I should follow up with it. Beyond that, uh, Art of the Flow has some really cool irons in the fire that uh, we'll be talking about soon enough. We'll start talking about those um, within the next couple months here, uh, or starting next month, I think we'll start openly talking about them. So very excited about that. Long, long time in the works. Some, some really cool things for the flow industry. I think that's... That's it as far as my week. Uh, we had a little little mini vacation, um, one beautiful night in a hotel and one night with no uh, Wi-Fi or uh, cell service. And that was uh, the most stressed I've ever been <laughs> because it was a bit of a workcation and I could not believe I couldn't respond to emails and all of that. I've never been so disconnected um, with lack of choice. Uh, that was kind of an amazing stressor on me. But anyway, that was kind of apropos to nothing <laughs> before we move on. Just want to give a shout out to Escape Pod. Jeremy Warner at Escape Pod is absolutely awesome. He's uh, making the most affordable float tanks that can be used in, in a float center and a float spa, starting at just under $9,000. And he's also doing the, the Earth and the Affilian float tanks, which are these just beast of float tanks. So you can float the, the big guys in those tanks. You can spread out in them. And uh, they're instead of using fiberglass, he's, he's using these other... Um, I think they're plastics, but they just ship as this one big tank. They're just easy to install. And that's, I guess, another great thing about how Jeremy makes his tank with the skate pod float tanks is that they just have this certain amount of simplicity to them. He's not overthinking the design. Uh, so escapepodtank.com is where you want to go to check him out and his tanks. All right, Ryan, welcome to the show. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing great. Appreciate Excellent. you guys uh, getting me on here. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're we got the email, I think just like everybody else, I, I got a little something in my inbox and it just made a ton of sense that uh, I think we could delve a little bit more into it and uh, really find out what, what's going on with this. But before we get into all of that, can you tell me about who you are? Are you in the float industry? What's going on here? 
definitely definitely all in on the float industry <laughs> yeah um that is that is my life i uh own and operate uh um, capital floats down in sacramento california mm-hmm. we're in our second year february 2016 we opened um and just having a huge impact here in sacramento it's been awesome um cool. growing evolving but been awesome um mm-hmm. Got that there and working with working with some other startup float centers um, around right now around the country, um, just a small group and kind of working with them on uh, um, business planning and whether it's investment pitches into the getting into the weeds of the construction, the permitting, right. the, uh, you know, the, the real, the real grit. The nit- nitty gritty. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Exactly. The exactly. easy to overlook so, stuff too. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the stuff that I think I'm sure a lot of listeners on here have gone through right. <laughs> in that uh, in that initial center of, oh, I can do it. There's a float center out there, um, and then it's the uh, it's a rite of passage. Yeah, it truly is. Yes, yeah. It's just you know, put a drain in a room, get a float tank, we're good to go. Money, it's great. Yeah, and then and then you realize I, there's so much more to it. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I it's like. I take it as a compliment now, how many people come in and say, I want to start a float center. Mm-hmm. And I take it as this thing of like, oh, we've created the experience that this looks easy. Right. And so now it's like, okay, great. people are consistently asking me to start a float center. They want to start a float center. It's like, oh, cool. This looks easy. Right. This, this place is, it's all, it's all good. Now um, let me scare the hell out of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> let, me, let me drop some numbers. Let me drop some facts on you. Right. And then if you still want to do it. But if that dries up that people aren't asking me to start a float center, then I'll be concerned. Right, right, right. The, first, the, try, the, try your first float, and then, and then we'll talk about starting a float center. <laughs> right? That's the best. That's the best. Right? <laughs> well, uh, speaking of just it all looking relaxing, I'd, I'd love to rib Brian's mom about this because Brian here, uh, his mom came and visited and wanted to see the float shop. And I just got to talk with her for like 30 minutes or so. It was just super casual on the couch, hanging out with her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I thought it was great. Like she got to experience the float shop vibe. And then uh, Brian tells me later, what, what, she, what did she say? I forget. We've definitely told this on the podcast yeah. before, but yeah. I, I, I believe you were working, you were like on shift working at the shop and you, you st- strolled out into the, uh, the the lounge area to mm-hmm. speak to her. So she's like, oh, so like, Seems pretty easy, huh? He doesn't really work very hard. He doesn't work. Yeah, he doesn't really have to work. Something to that doesn't effect. Really have to work. Yeah. I was like, mm, that's not necessarily true. Like, let me wipe off this sweat from doing the transition here, and like from go mode to just super chill. Like anytime you're past, and I think we're good at like it being a chill vibe at the float shop for our employees too. But like mm-hmm. once you're out of the break room, like everything's calm. It's super chill. Like, so when you were talking about that, it's like, yeah, that's, you're doing your job right. If that's what somebody thinks. Totally. We have, we have the vibe, there's a health bar right next to us. Uh-huh. And we get their workers that want to come in and cause they're like, oh, it's so chilling here. And they're like, we want to work here. And then <laughs> with that, there, a lot of times they're like, our workers are like, there's more to it than what we're yeah, doing. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> we don't just sit here all day and just talk on relaxation. Um, that is part of our job. And Yeah. It, it is an amazing balancing act for employees, is it not? Like, yeah, totally. And it takes a special person to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not everyone that's a fit there. And, um, you know, we've seen that in our we have awesome staff, but with that, definitely takes a certain type of person. You know, 
kind of random here and I promise we'll, we'll get to maps and all of that. But uh, I just saw on Float Collective, somebody was asking about hiring, what they look mm-hmm. for, or are there specific questions you ask? And yeah, I had nothing as far as specific questions. I think it's all about reading the person, but have you learned anything special in, in finding the right people for your team? Mm. I'd say there was a shift in what we did before we tried to glamorize the position and really oh, talk on the positives. <laughs> and then we switched to and hired awesome people that maybe just weren't the best fit in the working oh. position there. And then switched into really focusing on you're cleaning showers mm-hmm. or, you know, like the, the, the stuff that is not noticed. And really that was a big part of it and getting it and kind of almost, I don't want to say scare anyone, but really putting that out there and being very clear that this is a part of the job. And you know what you're signing up for. Yep, exactly. Cool. <laughs> we've seen a little, I wouldn't say we've nailed it, but it's, we've seen a shift. Yeah. Got so, it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me when you nail it. I'd, I'd love to know. <laughs> yeah, you too. Right. Okay. So please do um, tell me about Float for Maps. What's what's going on? Yeah. So Float for Maps um, was really so it's a, it's a co-created project um, with Mike Garrett, um, and he's from a good great buddy of mine. He's out of Reboot down in San Francisco, um, and two two spaces in San Francisco and one in Oakland. Um, and MAPS has always been something super near and dear to our hearts. Um, and just the, the research that they're doing, MAPS stands for Multidisciplinary Association of Psychedelic Studies. Um, so they are a nonprofit that is leading the way in psychedelic medicine research um, across top in there, yeah. Do you know how long they've been around for? MAPS, 1986. Okay, cool. Um, and, and MAPS might resonate with some people in the float industry. Um, you know, Rick Doblin, who's the executive director, um, the creator of Maps, he was a keynote speaker. Um, I think in twenty, uh, that would have been twenty sixteen. Okay. Um, he he spoke at the Float Conference, so okay. there's definitely a connection with the float industry. He was really connected with, um, you know, uh, I think John Lilly. He had some connection with him. Um, Tim Larry, Tim Larry, some of the early days of kind of floating and, and that um, in the psychedelic world that was taking place. But Rick. And it does make sense that there's the floating on the Venn diagram of things. There's some good blending that occurs with the the psychonauts, I think. Uh, But the reason I asked about how long MAPS has been around is just because I think, uh, particularly recently, the amount of news I've seen about actual research occurring with the benefits of psychedelics has been through the roof. Uh, Like almost almost daily, I'm seeing these, and I don't have a Google you know, alerts or anything just to show up when, when there's positive information about mushrooms and PTSD or MDMA. Um, is that what you're seeing as well? And have they been pioneers in this happening for the last 15, 20? Yes. I mean, it's, you know, I think it's a renaissance of this, mm-hmm. of, you know, kind of what we've gone through with the war on drugs and the prohibition of all these different substances and just kind of the lock key of doing the research and actually trying to understand what these substances can do, mm-hmm. um, these medicines can do. And so, yeah, MAPS is the, on the forefront of this. They put on the Psychedelic Science Conference every year. I was able to attend that last year. Oh, wow. um, it's once every three years. I mean, it's just a, it's a gathering of the minds from the world that everyone and anyone that's involved with, um, you know, a passion to the research, to creating healing centers, to the whole works of working with these medicines. So MAPS is definitely on the forefront of what they're up to. Um, 
and just really, and Rick is, you know, Rick's someone that um, just admire. I mean, he's pioneered through some times that it, 2018 in the war on drugs and, and the drug conversation is a lot different than mm -hmm. the 1980s mm -hmm. um, and what he created at that time when there was no conversation back then. <laughs> uh, there was, this is bad. Right. It, drugs are bad and we will not have a conversation into what that could actually be. Uh -huh. um, and so I, it's, it's real. I have like, I have so much gratitude for it of where we're at to even have this conversation right now of those people that have pioneered the way. Do you know, is there any pushback currently with the current administration? I, I know they're a little bit less uh, conversational. I think I don't, for me speaking to that, I obviously I'm not in, I right. don't really have a gauge on that. I mean, Rick has okay. spoken on that front. Um, and, you know, they've been working, uh, you know, he spoke at this at some of his, at the conferences and, and different things he's put out there. And um, I know they're working hand in hand with the FDA. And what I've actually heard with the FDA is that um, different articles, different people involved in this is that the FDA is, is, is just literally, they're science driven and they want to listen and they're open and there's really, there's a real openness into cool. discovering what is there. So. <laughs> I hear some positivity to it. Yes. It's so totally. good to hear. <laughs> yeah, totally. And right. then, you know, I'm not, I'm not in on the, where the current climate is on that front. So I would be sure. kind of out of line to speak on that, but that's, sure. those are the conversations that I've heard. Wonderful. I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> um, because specifically it looks like there is um, a lot happening. That's very positive, specifically PTSD, I would say is, is looked at a lot. And is that what this fundraiser is about specifically? Can you tell me about what the fundraiser is? Um, totally. So the fundraiser, the Float for Maps fundraiser is, um, is basically a campaign. It's a, whoever wants to get involved, whoever feels called, it's open to the float industry. It's a July campaign that we're going to run a special gift card. Everyone will put it out in their store. It's called Float for Maps gift card. You just create it. Um, you can price it at whatever you want. So it could be, you know, July, sometimes a slower month for everyone, a chance mm -hmm. to do maybe a gift card. You could price it at your normal pricing or do a discount, whatever. Um, but that 15% of that gift card, 15%, 1.5, will be donated to MAPS. And specifically what, what we're donating to as an industry is donating to their upcoming phase three trials of MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. Um, hmm. So, and to kind of give a little background on this, a um, couple fronts. So MAPS is currently raising um, a lot of money into for these phase three trials, but they're on the, they're on the tail end They're I think it's down to their final $500,000 they're raising. So they're a nonprofit. So they got to raise all this money. Mm. Um, so that's where we kind of came in and we're like, okay, this, they are up to amazing stuff. Float industry. This is what we're about. We're about people healing transformation. Let's jump in and let's, let's bridge this. Let's kind of come together and uh, have some fun and, and raise some money for these phase three trials. Um, other cool things with it is the FDA announced, that it was their breakthrough drug of 2018. So what that means is that by being a breakthrough drug, it is, um, articulate this correctly, it's a fast track. So oh, with wow. that, with as if phase three can duplicate what they did in phase one and phase two, and we'll kind of jump into all those results. Cool. Phase three, that this will be a, um, a pharmaceutical, legalized pharmaceutical medicine by 2021. And it'll be legalized in this format that it won't just be MDMA legalized that you can just go buy MDMA, but it's MDMA with this specific therapy. Mm -hmm. So that's the key here is that this is a, a real process. 
it's a real inquiry. It's, a, it's, it's work that each person's going through into the taking the MDMA and working with a therapist to kind of go in. And like you mentioned, the big ones right now is PTSD. That's where the original um, PTSD and I believe sexual assault victims are the two, which, you know, coincide PTSD, it's all right. P PTSD with veterans and then um, sexual assault victims um, are, I think what they've worked on in their first two trials. Wow. Um, and the results have been, and I don't want to even, it, it's been remarkable, like absolutely remarkable. Um, that's, you know, New York Times just had a phenomenal article that just came out. I think that came out about a week and a half, two weeks ago. Oh, wow. Um, link to that on the show notes. Yeah, check, check that out. Um, but basically, they, so after three sessions, these are people and who they're working with to give a clear picture on this. These are patients that are on average over 17 years of uh, treatment resistant. Um, so, so the, I mean, these are, these are high... I don't know the correct term here, but high, high levels of PTSD, you know, lives are very um, struggling in life. These are the, um, and, and 17 years of attempted treatments, these things aren't working for them. These are the tough cookies. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And so they're coming in um, and what they're seeing is after just three sessions, three sessions, they are, and I, they are no longer, have any symptoms of PTSD? No symptoms of PTSD. You're going to have to no, run that by me one more time. <laughs> no, no symptoms of PTSD. Um, I mean, it is, you can maps.org. You can check this stuff out. You can, uh -huh. um, it's not, I mean, three, yes, three sessions. You go to, and you go to float maps.com. We host a lot of this information. Okay. Um, and, and then a 12 month follow-up from that 68% no longer had symptoms of PTSD. What was the first percentage? I'm sorry. 61%. Okay. So 61. So, you know, I don't, I don't know the facts on what we're dealing with, with the normal pharmaceutical scenario right now and who's getting any sort of relief, but we do know they're not, they're not, it's a maintaining, it's a management aspect that's taking currently place. This mm -hmm. is a, this is a healing. This is, this is the full throttle. They are going in and with the therapist and do, and the MDMA allowing them to enter the space to actually confront, look and see, mm -hmm what is consistently triggering them. Oh, beautiful. Um, I mean, Good it's, Lord. It's a, it's a full on, um, I mean, this is, this is some, this is a paradigm shifting aspect of what these medicines can do for us. So, um, and in what are the medicines? Uh, so the, the, this one is MDMA. Okay. So this is MDMA, which is, you know, most nor well known as ecstasy. Um, different MDMA is the ecstasy is more of the street, drug of it and okay. usually can contain other elements, right. other substances within it where MDMA is just, and that's the, usually the main compound in ecstasy, but MDMA is what they're working with. Uh, so as my college roommate would call it, this is Molly. This is the, the pure stuff. <laughs> this is the pure, this is the pure stuff with Molly. And I think, you know, Rick was, uh, it was funny at the float conference, he was talking about them raising money. They were starting that process. And he's like, you know, you can get in on this. You can leap through this process. Us as float centers oh, yeah, I are, are legally going to be buying Molly off the federal government. So um, you know, this is your chance to be a part of one of the first legal purchases um, with the uh, with the feds. So uh, that's great, yeah. hilarious. I love it. Um, so as and I wish I could like play dumb, but I'm I'm actually dumb here. What uh, is the MDA MDA experience like? What, what are you imbibing? 
uh, or, or well, eating. Yeah, yeah. MDMA, it's a it's a substance you take in, um, and what it really. I can only speak from, and this is my experience, and this is, you know, I speak from um, what, it, what it really seems to be doing is it's allowing, um, it's dissolving any defense mechanisms that are there. So people can really settle in and it kind of, um, it's uh, anxiety is super reduced. Oh, um, stress okay. levels are reduced. So you are actually in this space now where you can like be present and you can actually be present. And the therapist, from my understanding, talking to them, it's not, there's no goal into where this is going. It's an inquiry huh. process. They're, they're, they're with them as an ally. Interesting. And it's just the time to, to discover and to look into and, and actually, and that's where they're finding the healing is that the individual finds it themselves and they find Whoa, peace cool. what, the, what the event is. Um, you know, similar stuff to what we hear from people in the float tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that sounds um, and, very familiar. And it's that, that's the, I think the healing aspect is, is the individual came to this. Yeah. This wasn't uh, it's transformational learning. It wasn't an informational learning. So we generally do 60 to 90 minute floats. What is an MDA experience, MDMA experience like? Um, that's, I don't know the full on structure of it. I mean, usually the MDMA, when you take it, it can, it can, it's usually a three to four hour, three to five hour experience. I don't know how long you're with the psychotherapist, oh, but okay. I also know that they're not just taking MDMA every time it's mixed in with sessions that they actually are with the therapist just as, um, Oh, got it. Okay. Yep. So it's a, it's a co and there maps has a ton of information. Um, you know, I don't want to overstep yeah. on any speak out of line, Understood. but maps.org has a ton of cool literature on what they got going there. And, and, um, and I know you're uh, not the expert on this, but I do, if, if you happen to know, how did they, how did maps come up with the, um, I don't know if language is the right word, but the structure for how to work with the client and like, where do you even start, start with that? And then let alone certify this is the correct way. You know, I, I don't know. Okay. I, I, haven't, I haven't heard that. I, you know, to be honest, in the 50s and 60s, MDMA was becoming a pretty renowned substance working with psychotherapists. So this wasn't a foreign thing. Uh-huh. It was, um, there were some real real originators that were, um, had kind of mapped this out, not, no pun intended, but um, had kind of created this is a formula like, wow, with this substance, we can go so much deeper with these clients mm. and allow them. They can discover so much more about themselves and inquire into themselves um, that can take years of, you know, comfort and trust and the whole process to even work to that space. Mm-hmm. So there was formula there, but then the, you know, with the, immediate right stroke of a pen and boom, every drug's illegal. Mm-hmm. It was just everything was lumped into one. Um, and so everything became, you know, MDMA was in that category. Boom. Has there been any issues with people abusing it um, or like uh, addictive? Is there anything addictive about it? Um, yeah. So, I mean, obviously there's any sort of street drugs and, and utilizing anything can be um, abused and you know that that's out there sure um, so with that for sure I think there's definitely people that uh, personally abuse it in the sense of these for in these um, uh, trials and what they're experiencing with it no there hasn't been any sort of um, these aren't people that are following up and needing MDMA or wanting right. MDMA and, right. and okay. uh, you know it's really just them getting getting on with their lives and having the freedom to you know to be and express themselves and, and live and live and fully be yeah. That is so fascinating. Um, just with my experience with mushrooms is that 
oh my God, that is amazing. Oh my God, that was transformative. I need to do that with regularity, with frequency. And then you end up doing it a year or three years later. Like it doesn't have this. It's like going out Saturday morning and getting a chicken fried steak. It's just like, oh yeah, that is so yummy. I need that all the time. And then five years pass before you order chicken fried steak again. Yeah. I mean, I, I love, I don't know about the chicken fried steak and mushrooms, but I do. Identical, uh, I, absolute perfect analogy, sir. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm totally with you. I think it's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's it has that. Yeah, I'm with you. It's not, <laughs> not abused. Um, right. And, and it does. I think there is a... Um, neurochemistry that it is different it does work on it, it it doesn't you know attach to receptors in the same ways that other addictive chemicals can do okay um, so that that is a that is a difference between those and and again sorry for being so naive here but mdma where does it come from is it is it manufactured yeah it's manufactured the, the story on it is um pretty interesting it's mda is the original is kind of the, the original compound and mdma is um is is i believe from the sassafras um is um so it's like a root or a plant it's very it's derived in nature um and then i believe a german uh pharmaceutical company, one of the big ones still today um german pharmaceutical company created it back in the day for a totally different reason and mm-hmm. kind of had it we're like oh it doesn't work for what we had it huh. and it just kind of sat there and they had this chemical they created this chemical this compound um and they didn't do much with it and then um, I, and then the, my story trails off, but then it got reintroduced <laughs> somehow and found its way into, um, you know, kind of this in the, in the therapeutic world. It's really it's interesting. Not, yeah. It's fascinating because it, it has a history of really, it's been known that it, it could do this. And I think, um, you know, I don't want to speak for maps, but I, I would just, that they, they're, they're privy to that this was a right. thing. It was strong. <laughs> like we got this, we just gotta, <laughs> how do we get this to, um, you know, really get this to a level of uh, regulation and legalization. And that's what I think MAPS has done a profound job is they're not, they're, they're going straight through the system and they are, and, and that's where Rick, again, I, you know, this is 2018 is a different world because of people like him that have continued that yeah. conversation and that has, hasn't shied away from it, has consistently probably pounded his head so many times for mm. people of just, you know, ideologies and everything and mm-hmm. just being like, no, let's be open. Let's, you know, I, I, let's discover what these can do. Um, and so they, you know, with it, with this front, if phase three goes to the way it does, they raise this money and we, they get these trials. This is a federally recognized, this isn't something that's going to be a cannabis thing that every state's dealing with. And it's oh, interesting. we're figuring out, this uh-huh. is going to be a federally recognized uh, form of medicine. And that's where it's, you know, I don't think, it's cool. It's awesome because I think it's, some people aren't even aware, but there's going to be a big opportunity. Um, mm. And I know there's discussions that this isn't just for those with PTSD. This is eventually a form of therapy that we're all going to have access to. Interesting. Um, wow. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. And, and so speaking of that, like if, if uh, phase three goes through and it's, it's launched in earnest across the country, in stage one of it being launched, is it just for PTSD and trauma survivors? I don't know. I don't know how that form is going to work. If there's going to be a certain level, if it's going to be a prescription base that you have to go in to get in with the, the um, you know, to, to have access to this. I know, and this isn't, this isn't shy. This isn't in backroom conversations. This is out in the open. Like, and a lot of things are leading to full on, and this isn't 2021. We're talking uh-huh. 10, 15 years of full on, like psychedelic centers that you can have access to, 
for not just MDMA, but it might be psilocybin. And you can go in with whatever, maybe it's just, I'm, I'm really kind of stuck in this creativity lag hmm. and I'm really looking. And so it's like, Hey, we got this, we got the thing for you. We're going to have some music. You're going to be in this room. We're actually going to have an individual here with you. And we're going to set you up and you have this session. And then maybe it's three floats are recommended to integrate back in after that experience. Mm-hmm. And, um, or it might be an MDMA couples therapy, if that's at there, or huh. just like want to connect deeper. Uh, maybe we've had some communication issues and we want to not just go through a therapist for the next three years, but we want to do two sessions of this and really crack through and break through here. So these nice. are, that, that's, I think the, uh, the real discussed long-term plan that this is going to be real, you know, in your community, you will have a psychedelic medicine center to go to for a, a variety of, of things that you're dealing with. That's incredible. And, and I think Rick may have, implied or even directly said something similar to that at, at the float conference as well that sounds very familiar to what i what i see as their their long-term plan uh, so they've made it through stage one. can you tell me about the different stages stage one stage two and um <laughs> I'm gonna know, I, yeah so i think you know I, I would direct at this point people to maps on that front maps.org to kind uh-huh. of look at the differences between stage one and phase two um i believe it's the size of the study um, each one oh, gets a okay. little larger um, to the participants. And that's what takes a while is finding the participants to actively engage in this. You know, that sh- it sounds easy, but, uh, you know, you get war veterans to come take MDMA. That, that's a, we deal, I mean, I deal with it with, we have weight, Mike created, Mike Garrett created Weightless Warrior. And we have, you know, veterans in our community with PTSD that we get people all the time writing in, hey, my uncle, my dad, my mom would do great with this. And then we talk to them and they're, it's tough. They don't, they, they, they're resistant to it. Right. And I totally understand that they feel isolated. They feel mm. that, you know, we're, it's, they need to be fixed and all these things. Mm. And it's, so I think I'm sure maps, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maps is dealing with that, finding all these participants that meet this criteria, you know, it's sure. federally mandated criteria of what they have to create. Um, we all see it with floating people like, Hey, this would benefit you. This is a real thing, let alone it's a, a trial that they're doing. You know, that's a whole other ball game. Right. Sure. Yep. 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 So, so then maybe it's good now to switch to what exactly are you doing with this? Like what is, what's this program? Yeah. So, um, mentioned it a little earlier. It's, you know, the July gift card campaign for mm-hmm. all float centers. Um, what it is, 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 it's a mixture. Kind of our, our mission within it ultimately is, is to raise money for maps mm-hmm. and um, bring awareness. That's, that's the thing on my personal end. That's what I'm super excited about is that this, this conversation right here is going to have an opportunity. So many people don't even know what maps is. So mm-hmm. many people have never even heard that this research is taking place. It's a real opportunity mm-hmm. for us as float centers to be the first place that people hear about this. Like, whoa, there's a whole other world of transformation taking place and research taking place. That's, you know, floating's awesome, but, and there's also this other stuff that's happening that's, that's on the horizon that, sure. are off, that is hopeful and opportunities and possibilities for people. So that's like my personal end, like what I'm, the money's great. We're going to, you know, what we're going to raise, what we're going to raise, but to be the place that the voice comes out on is nice. super exciting to me. Um, and, and so is, is there promotional material that comes along with it? Like how is this being launched? Yep. yep. So, um, we are, we are working, we're creating all the collateral, all the marketing materials on this kind of plug and play. We're actually in, in contact with maps right now. And we're working on some stuff. We have another, uh, Mike and I have a marketing company that we're working with, um, creating the collateral. 
that'll be um, readily available for everyone. We'll be sending out to all the participating centers in June. Um, and we'll also be tailoring some newsletters, some information about maps to how to address your client, how to address our clients and our communities about this. Obviously, drug talk can be, um, you know, whoa, what is this? It can be a little triggering for some, but really put it in a way of um, that's uh, in, a, in a safe, comfortable way. So we'll be putting out some new, mock newsletters that everyone will be able to tailor accordingly to their center, but with some information about maps. Cool. We're also going to be creating um, just kind of what we call a scheduled procedure. Nothing, this is not mandated. This is nothing that anyone has to do, but just a way to maybe um, what to post, how to continuously post, how to engage, right. um, cool. you know, like trying to make this um, like we want to streamline this for a lot of people. Obviously there's going to be work. And if you're committed to the campaign, we're going to ask that you, you know, be excited about it and do sure. it. Sure. But um, really try and create some of the, we all know the back end stuff that can be a little difficult to get in line before we can actually do a campaign, get okay. that in place cool. um, and have that. So we'll be, so with it right now where it's currently at, um, we are, so there's floatformaps.com, which is a place that we're directing everyone right now as float centers to go check it out. There's cool information on there. At the top of that, um, we have different videos embedded and stuff. At the top of that, you can hit join the campaign. Um, and that'll take you down and just enter your information from there. Uh, Mike and I will be notified and we'll be adding you to the list, um, for participating centers. We also have an interactive map that's on there for all the participating float centers, um, that we're continuously updating. Um, nice. so, uh, you know, I think right now we're at three different countries, Australia, the U S Canada, um, it's growing. Um, so we got that. And what we're going to do with this website is eventually this website's going to train right now. It's more for a float center to go and sign up and get some uh -huh. information. We're going to change it to more of a front viewing to the, in July time, that'll be more for individuals to, we can funnel people to this website, just clients around the country, around the world that they can go to floatformaps.com, Whoa. And then go find their local float center. So say, Oh my God, oh, like, cool. Nice. We're going to be getting some work with maps. We're working right now to try and get some other social media influencers outside of um, kind of the float industry to, mm -hmm. you know, post some stuff, get some stuff out there, announce like, hey, if you're into floating, the float industry is supporting maps this month. Go to Float Maps, find your local float center nice. and make it more. So that so it will transition to more of a, a customer style website. In cool. Web. Got it. So. Very cool. Very exciting. Um, one kind of logistic question about this is uh, we launch, uh, it's called, we call it the Heroic Summer Float Challenge uh, over the summer. And basically like a yoga challenge, we're trying to get people in during the slower part of the season. That's right. And, and so we're trying to go like, okay, so do we launch that in June and, and do this in July? And Sandra, my wife said, well, I think we can do both at the same time. I think these can pretty simultaneously be active. How do you feel about that? Should this be a month long? That's what you're seeing from a float center or can two campaigns be running at the same time? You know, I think it, it, it's going to come down to your center. Every center has got to answer it to us. This was, this is going to be our focus point at Capital Floats. There's enough Floats that it's, it's game on. Yeah. And that, it's just, that's where I'm at for us with that. I mean, that's, I would encourage if two campaigns, yeah, you could totally do two campaigns, um, <laughs> and, you know, run that. And I think with this being its own kind of gift card that's there, I think it's going to be a, a unique clientele oh, okay. that wants to go check it out. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if it's discounted, um, you know, then it just, it's another incentive for people to purchase it and, and, and yeah. do that. Um, so it, 
you know, it really, it varies. I would say the one thing I would say is if you're going to, for everyone listening, if you're going to do it, um, just like anything, do it, you know, mm -hmm. let's, um, put some, uh, just put some effort into it. Um, put some <laughs> intention behind it and get it out there. And I think, you know, that's what we're excited about is kind of seeing what can we come together as an industry and support, um, support some amazing people doing some amazing work for humanity. Well, I think you're reaching out to the right community. I, I really do. I think there are some people who are going to listen to this and just be like, no, nah, this is absolutely not for me. This is not for my clientele. That This is just not how we rep. Thanks, but no thanks. Best of luck to you. But with that being said, I think personally, like my view of this community is a larger portion of this community is just going to be saying, hell yes, this is super exciting. I actually have a chance to influence this research. Yeah, I want to be part of that. So I don't think you're going to have a lot of people who aren't putting the pedal to the floor or just sitting in idle um, or, you know, starting the campaign, sending out the newsletter, but then not following up. I think this community and with what MAPS is doing, the way that I see it, <laughs> they're, they're going to want to participate and push it. So I, I we think felt doing it the right way. I, yeah, we felt a lot of excitement so far, which has been cool. awesome. And that was kind of, it's been, it's been great feedback and it's been fun to just, you know, and it's gotten us. It's been fun to get in contact with a lot of people I haven't talked to for a while. And, oh, nice. Right. And, Good. <laughs> and do that. So totally. We're, we're, we're excited. It's been, it's been an awesome rollout so far. Uh, so by time, so uh, July comes to a close. What, what happens after that? Um, first of all, like, how do we find out how much money was raised and, and all of that? Yeah. So we'll be, we're actually, I, I, we're working with maps right now. Maps has kind of come in to the equation and we're working with them to, to find the best process on this. What, I, what it, there is one way that we know it's going to be is each center will be individually writing their, giving their donation okay. uh -huh. to maps um, as like an individual. And then we'll be in contact with maps to kind of look at the overall number that cool. we can do. Um, you know, I don't know. I'd, Maybe it'd be cool if we announce it at it's right around the float conference. You know, that's mm -hmm. August August fifteenth. The deadline for participating centers to donate. Oh, nice! And so you know, it'd be right around a few days. Yeah, announce what we do and, and have a cool thing there. Um, That'd be awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, just ideas, but uh, that that's the process. Is each center will be uh, and we'll be sending out an agreement in June time with everyone that's participating, just so they agree to yeah, we'll be donating what we create fifteen percent of that specific gift card. To maps um and but there will be more information on maps is kind of coaching us right now on what works best for them of how to donate the money okay. whether that's a card whether that's a check who to contact how to do it so we'll have sure. more information on that cool uh, so yeah we're it's you know it's been cool and it, like i said this is a recent thing that we launched this and maps now is in contact with us reached out to us and got wind of this and um uh you know mike and andy up in uh uh, with float house up there they they're a big part of maps of what they're going on so um mike kind of got rick engaged on this and nice rick's nice. gotten the whole team so it's yeah it's 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 crazy How exciting yeah and and this is a one-time thing right like this is not going to be happening annually this is we got one, one shot. shot boom one shot right? to go buy some MDMA <laughs> for the federal government and to really uh like you know, be it's a founding. I see it. It's like a founding membership of like legalization of this of this medicine. Um, that's that's it's right there. It's, yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. That's this is very exciting. You're getting me excited. <laughs> uh, but before we wrap up, I mean, is there anything else that you want to share with the community? I mean, I think that just some of the last words you said there are great. But is there anything else that we should know 
going into this? Mm, um, you know, I think we, we really we, we jumped into covered a lot of stuff. What what float for maps is? Um, I would just everyone gets it. You know, the float industry is awesome, and and they we we are in service. And just to have like we're gonna if you have any questions leading up to this, any hesitancy, any concerns, any any of that, yeah, reach out to us. Um, you can email us at float. Um, floatformaps at gmail.com. Um, that goes straight to Mike and I, and we can set up any times or any calls. I just want everyone to feel comfortable with what they're doing, understand right, what right. they're doing. I want to take all those phone calls. Um, so yeah, if you got any hesitancy, if you're on the fence with it, like let's, let's chat. Let's, uh, let's go over any of the concerns that you guys have. And those that are a part of it, like we're excited. We're grateful that everyone, you know, that is joining as a part of it. Cool. Um, you know, one one thing that does kind of come to mind, reaching out to uh, to floaters who are coming from all blocks of life, um, who might have some hesitancy about supporting something that's known as being illegal. Um, I don't know, sixties fear. Um, uh, what uh, do you do? You have a best practice of how to reach out to those people. Is it is it maybe putting the numbers first of like sixty eight percent of PTSD sufferers are being helped, and it's by the way, it's MDMA. <laughs> like, how do how do you how do you feel like we should be approaching that? To I, somebody who might have some reservations. Totally. Um, you know, I think first is everyone with reservations. They're coming from different places. Um, you know, sure. it's not that we're going to be doing some psychotherapy session on them and figuring out what it is. But there's <laughs> those that are just you know, no matter what you say, you're not going to get through to them, and that that that's fine. Um, that's there. It's the other ones that yeah, it might be that. Uh, Oh, I haven't heard any science behind this. Well, then, you know, take a, take a moment, kind of read the literature for us and saying for if you're going to talk to them and share, like you said, the 68%, 12 months after, no longer had any symptoms after three psycho, three MDMA sessions. Um, and that's not repeated use that's done. Like that's 12 months that they've been, they haven't done any more sessions. Um, yeah, that, that, I, I hate to tangent here, but that is so remarkable of just, I understand. I feel awesome the day after doing a psychedelic. Cool. That's great. Fill out the charts. You're rocking three times, still rocking. A year later without any dosage, that blows my mind. That That's incredible. That is a revolution. I mean, that is absolutely wild. So it's it's that's worth yeah, getting it, behind. It really it's, is. It's it's crazy. And you know, we were we put out a blog. It's funny, we put out a blog on um Float Tank Solutions that went out there. It's another place you guys can get some information on the campaign. And we were going through and editing all the stuff and we actually were going back and forth on like, because we put that in there and it was like, no, that can't be true. <laughs> and it's like, no, go to maps.org. Like it's on their website. And it nice. was like, it's funny. Like those that even believe in it are like, no, no, no. Let me check this. Like, is this too this? good like, to be true? Right. Too good. <laughs> you know, I've, we've been in conversation with one of the lead therapists on it. And he actually, oh. this was a, yeah, a real random he went to high school with me this is so random like crazy but he is one of the uh, leading therapists and that's trained in this method to work with mdma and he we had a call mike and i had a call with him a few weeks ago and he was uh, it's right for the new york times article came out and he's like that's everything that's out there is out there he's like but stay with it there's it's it gets crazier like the, the, these aren't this, there's more to it like and he huh. wouldn't really get into it yeah stuff but he's like this it's it's amazing Wow. We've even like, I don't, you know, he almost like made it sound like it was like they were undervaluing 
like uh-huh. what is actually what these what the facts that we're saying right now they're they're modest to them yeah. like they yes. know interesting not that so, we're saying anything but yeah so it's totally, yeah. that's <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it's just it's very helpful i mean that's that's the thing i take is that this is a um just truly impacting people how terribly exciting well thanks for getting me hyped up about it thanks for getting me jazzed i'm i'm stoked to get this rolling i think i want to roll out our campaign in june then and just have that completely buttoned up so that we can put all of our attention on onto this in july that's so cool thank you so much for joining us on the podcast tonight i really appreciate it um and and i'll ask one more time is there anything else you want to share with the community no i i'm i'm great i appreciate uh everyone that listened to this is giving their time to even listen to hear what this is all about and we hope you guys join us me too yeah we'll, thanks everybody we'll have links to everything in the show notes to the flow from apps website and your email address if people want to get in touch um and those articles that we mentioned as well so hey, can i already, already tell you oh, sorry Brian. Show notes. <laughs> dan larson will be getting in contact with you there just just so you know look out for that name awesome uh, <laughs> He'll have some questions for you. He's very excited about what Maps is doing. Uh, before we send out uh, a few thank yous here, thanks to Float Away for supporting us from episode one. Thanks so much. Really appreciate it. They're the guys making uh, the float around that's used in Tulsa, Oklahoma, where some float research is occurring. They're also making the Serenity float tank, which is, I think, 10 foot in diameter. Uh, and also float cabins, couple cabins, Tranquility is what we have at our float center. Uh, I know it's a ton of work, but they're they put starlights in the ceilings as well, which uh, is absolutely beautiful, and every floater enjoys it. And behind the scenes, I've heard it is just absolutely ridiculous to actually make those, uh, but uh, it's absolutely worth it to get those in there. Uh, so enjoy all of that, and uh, check out their float tanks if you're able to uh, in person, of course, and you'll really get to see just the quality of, of build that they're making. But uh, also go to floataway.com if you just want to take a peek at it, if, the, if you're not able to actually visit them. And like I say every time, just get in contact with Ginny and Colin. They're just the sweetest people. They're bright, and they just want to help the float industry. So get in contact. Uh, thanks to everybody supporting us on Patreon. Uh, we are available for consulting as well, artofthefloat.com forward slash consulting. If you're interested in uh, starting starting your float center, soundproofing, build out, uh, and also just improving your float center. If you're just not having the income that you, you want to see and you want to see that grow, we can help with that. Also, we do have a few Amazon links if you're interested in bookmarking that off of our website. Anytime you make a purchase, a few ducats come our way and help with the sound quality and all of that jazz here on the show. And thanks to Kim Hannon for taking our show notes. Appreciate that so much every week. And uh, I think that's about it. Brian, thank you so much for being behind the scenes here tonight, as always. Mm -hmm. And thanks to everybody for listening. Remember, there's an infinite amount to find in the presence of nothing. So spend some time there. We'll see you next week. 